Oh, I get a lot of moms who talk about, I, I want them to spread their wings, but I'm worried sick. How do I do that and know they're going to be okay, right? Welcome to the Persistence You podcast with Lisbeth, and that's you as in university. But we're much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Now, it's August 29th as I record this intro, and I am still in the thick of the break, quote unquote, between seasons. Before I recorded with Denise Drinkwater, i just come back from a week trip with my own daughters in Alaska. And it was the first time I'd seen both of them together since I moved almost a year ago now. So it was such a treat. I had not great expectations. I only hoped that I could help one of my daughters who was recovering um, from a procedure. I hoped to be helpful to her, hang out with my other daughter, have time away ideally from cell phones, I hoped, and distractions, and just have good conversation and relaxed time. And then, of course, I got COVID on the airplane and basically in that sort of enforced relaxation and no phones and <laughs> not a lot of activity. It was a great, relaxing, quiet week for us. And uh, I can't exactly say that I'm thrilled that I got it. On the other hand, I couldn't have enjoyed them more. So I love that I get to talk with Denise Drinkwater about adult parent relationships, parent to child relationships when our kids become adults, because I find it to be very tricky. And I think so often we feel like, oh, if our kids just reach the age of 18, if we can just get them through high school, if maybe they just had a plan to go to college, something, it would all get easier and naturally uh, become a very rewarding, balanced relationship. And it seems silly now that I think about it, but of course, nothing magical happens on their 18th birthday, our kids. And the dynamics of us reaching forward and helping them constantly doesn't change unless we do so intentionally. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of emotions and a lot of angst sometimes before we reach that relationship we want with our adult kids. So it's fabulous that Denise and people like her are doing the work to help us change our relationships as they stand with our young adult children. Hope you enjoy it as much as I have. Really appreciate your support lately. I've gotten a lot of downloads and great comments, and it's fantastic to know that the podcast is reaching you. Share it with a friend, please, or leave a comment, and I do so thank you. And as ever, join me for my weekly email at lameredith.com. Welcome, persisters and brothers, to another episode of Persistence You with Lisbeth. This week, I'm so honored to have Denise Drinkwalter with me. I was very much interested in Denise's work when I read her website, which Denise does a lot of different things. And, and I'll let you explain it just a little bit, Denise. But one of the things that I so love is that Denise works with 
parents of adult children. And as a mom of adult kids who just has really struggled to find her place, I thought, oh, thank goodness. There are people who specialize in this very thing. And I see you have an upcoming class for those of us who sometimes find ourselves in the wrong lane. So welcome, Denise, and please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the work that you're doing today. Well, thank you so much. It's it's an honor and a privilege to be here chatting with you tonight. So thank you so much for the opportunity to have a conversation. Um, like Lizbeth shared, my name is Denise Drinkwalter, and I'm actually an empowerment life coach. And I retired after 31 years in education in 2018. And I knew I have always um, felt a strong pull in my gut. Those of you who are in the audience who can, oh, I know that feeling. You can relate, right? So I had this feeling there was something more for me upon retirement. I knew that I wasn't ready to slow down, but I didn't know what that would look like. I really had no idea. We have three incredible adult children um, and our oldest daughter and her husband have three lovely, lovely um, children, our grandchildren. And so I spent... um, my first year supporting and looking after our oldest grandson. Two weeks after I retired, I moved into um, four days a week supporting him every day. And I love it. I loved it. And then as time progressed, the next little one came along. So we do that when mom is not on maternity leave. She's on leave right now. She has, we have a new granddaughter, two months old. So It's so awesome. I love being available for all the cuddles and all the extras that we can do, right? So that was my journey. And I knew there was a bigger calling. I loved supporting our grandchildren, but I knew there was something more. And I think what has happened is my ability to connect with people, to learn what's going on inside of them. Um through the process I used as an educator, I'm just using those same skills, but in a different format in terms of supporting adults. Because I listened and I heard parents in my office, I heard colleagues, I heard um, teachers that I supported. Women in particular always gave everything they had and more to their families And we would always talk about, somehow it always came around to, well, I would love to go do this, but I can't because I have to take them here and I have to do this and I have to do this. And it was really hard for women in particular, moms in particular, to give back time to themselves. So yes, we would go and do the hairdressing and, you know, get their hair done and that was time back, but it's bigger than that. What would happen then is as the children leave, and go on to their next step in transition, whether it be off to school, work, whatever, I would have moms connecting with me struggling with that transition. I'm still a mom, but it's different. And I don't know how to change because I'm just so used to doing everything and being everything for everybody. So how do I make that transition? I know there's something more for me, but I don't even know how to find that out. So that's kind of how things developed and it's just grown from there. Yeah. Got it. And there is definitely, definitely, there are no step down rules for us as we start doing 
ideally lessen our kids' life as they grow up. And it just seems like if we don't figure that out soon, we will not have any life left for ourselves. Yeah, so it's an sure. important process to really help coach someone through. Mm-hmm. So d- tell me, how did the work then? Like, I love your website where it says, what is it? Loosen the tie, don't cut the tie, something like that. What, what do you call it on your website? I call it cut the cord. I love that. And that's (laughs) the fear. When we set limits with our adult kids, whether they're daughters or sons, our fears are, oh, we're going to lose them. And and, or can they make it without us? So yes, please talk a little bit more about that. Absolutely. Um, It is a course that I've created. It's an eight week course and it has been so well received. Um, what I do is we meet every week for an hour and I've created content for each week. There's a booklet. Um, I give components of the booklet that are specific for the topic during that week. So we get into parenting styles. We get into relationships. We get into triggers we get into invisible stressors. We get into um, emotions, um, what we need to do for ourselves, by ourselves, because of ourselves when our children are a further distance away, whether it's physical or whether they're moving into their learning curve as a they're doing their adulting, right? So, so it, I get a lot of moms who talk about I. I want them to spread their wings, but I'm worried sick. How do I do that and know they're going to be okay, right? And so there's a lot of emotions that tie us up into knots, and yet we don't want to share that with them. But how do we show that we still care? So it's that let go, but still be there without being in their face. It's how do we do that support? And then I also have moms who have, older children, grandchildren who have moved back into the home. And it's not really what they want. It's not what anybody wants, but it's financially the best thing. So how do we make that situation the best way that we can? We talk a lot. We have a whole week on communication and the importance of what that looks like, sounds like, feel like. And when we layer, because what I've done is I've created the eight weeks so that each topic layers upon the other. So when we keep going forward every week, people are like, oh, now I understand why I have that trigger with this relationship because they're able to put it together into a better, all-encompassing package of understanding and from their vantage point. So every person who takes the course has a private um, Facebook group and it only stays just that group. And I'm finding that the support that the women give to one another, even though their journeys are different, they still learn through the conversations, through the digging in to understand what's happening in their worlds for themselves, right? It's been really, really well received. I'm going to be running, I think it's, I can never remember, the sixth or the seventh time I've run part one. Yeah. Wonderful. And I feel like some of the great advantage is that you have people you're helping them to be intentional about how they show up in that relationship. 100%. And I think we just get the idea that it's going to naturally happen. We will naturally have a different relationship with our kids. We will naturally, 
you know, do less for them and get to sit back and watch them carry their own baton. And I've just watched a number of people I know and care about, including myself, who've not found that to be reflexively true. And, uh, you know, I have someone who I really adore that I always thought she and I would do more together now that our kids are grown. And it's like, oh, not at all, because she still doesn't have permission to leave town because her kids will end up with some ailment if she tries to leave or, you know, there's some crisis that happens and they just aren't prepped to be young adults. And we haven't, if we don't let go, we're not allowing them to. Right. And so there's a lot of learning in that, not only for the child, which we can't actually enforce, but what we get to do through the course that I provide is we get to change ourselves, gain a deeper understanding of what is possible for us, where the responsibility lies. What do we need to be responsible for and what do we get to let go of? And how can you do that in a way that that works for both parties? Yeah. I love that. I like that you touched on kids moving back home, kids or grandkids. And I feel like that can be such a wonderful thing. It's happened to me. It could be a wonderful thing, but not without serious conversation before that happens as to expectation. Do you have any thoughts on a couple of things that can set people up for success when this happens to them? Absolutely. Um, One thing that I think is really important is they move back, but it's your space. It used to be their space, but now it's your space. So what do you know you need in order to make it work for you? And I would absolutely support the idea of communication. If you don't have the good communication, if you don't come to the table saying, okay, here is some thoughts I have, You need to be able to put that on the table and not just let things build, 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 and then boom, right? Right. Um, Because they won't know if you don't tell them. And you have to do it in a way that is um, going to be received. It's not like my way, highway. It's sharing space again. So if you want to keep a healthy relationship, there's a give and take on all sides. The other thing that I think is really important is that... um, you might set it up a certain way, but once you start working through it, it's like, oh, this isn't working. And here's why it's not working for me. How is it going for you? Doing that temperature check to see how things are moving for everybody. And what can I do to support you? And what can you do to support me here? Right? I like it almost like a midpoint evaluation at work, you know, just right? Kind of- like saying, hey, we have these guidelines set, but I don't know about it. What are you thinking? You know, in a, in a way that is just supportive of both goals and yet not rigid and inflexible, which is where For I sh- tend to, when I get panicked, tend to lie is rigid and inflexible. Right. And so that's, that's interesting that you share that because that's part of what we talk about. Why does that surface? Where is that coming from? And how can we make it? So that it is meeting your needs at the same time, but doesn't stress you out. So when you start to understand your invisible stressors and they have invisible stressors and what you get to do with them and you tap into your emotions and you understand your emotions in a bigger, broader way, then you can actually, okay, so what do I own? What do they own? How am I going to move forward? So important. Yeah. Love it. Good. 
I think that's just terrific. Do you have any stories that, that you know, of course, you're not going to buy it names, but anyone in particular where you think, oh, here's a, a bumpy path that ended up being pretty successful? Oh, I, ha- I have a number, um, but there's one in particular that's coming to mind from your question. And it's, it's a person that worked in the cut the cord, not the ties. And she came to me, um, both of her children, her adult children have moved back home for various reasons and their relationships were not stellar. She knew she needed to change, but she didn't know how. She knew she wanted them out, but she didn't know how to make that process happen. She's a mom. She has a heart of gold, but there was big friction. And there's a grandson that lives in the unit too. So it's getting complicated, right? Her, just, I'm going to start to cry, so I won't. But she has talked about how cut the cord, not the ties. And in particular, the communication piece for her was something she never understood. Now she has such a deep understanding of communication, how it works, why it works, when it isn't working, what's off and why, where her responsibility lies. Her son has just recently said he's out looking for a new place to live. He's ready. Her daughter is growing in leaps and bounds at work. Their communication back and forth is so different than what they started with. I don't know how many times she reaches out to me and says, I can't thank you enough. And I'm like, you did the work. I supported, but you got in and you made changes. And she's even talked about how her relationship with her siblings has changed because she's now able to be more available to active listen, to really understand the other person's point of view, not necessarily to go that way, but to understand with a new lens with which she can listen, right? Oh, that's fantastic. So just massive. The whole family unit is changing because she's changed herself, not because she's put all these things in place, right. but just because she's changed herself and coming becoming a new woman again. Yeah. That is so fantastic. Well, congratulations on that. I mean, it feels such a huge role and I just can't say enough about, I very much enjoy getting together with some of my mom friends who are struggling with parenting adult kids. And we love to talk about it because there has been traditionally no place to put that angst, the expectations, the disappointments, sometimes in ourselves. And how it looks on social media for some of our other friends versus real life. You know, it's it's difficult to find our roles with uh, adult children. And yet it's such an exciting thing that we can do. Yeah. And it's important to really recalibrate and find space for ourselves and our boundaries and our dreams. Totally. hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better. That's perfect. And when we do that, when we start to look after ourselves, they're watching. So you will have an impact just by you doing something for you, by you, because of you. They're watching and they are observing and they are going to see what will start to happen and they will start to change because you change. Not because you said it, not because you told them, but because you are actually stepping into your you right? And as a result, 
everything around you changes. And that's what this, this one mom was saying. I did the work and every Denise said it and I didn't believe it, but it's happening. And I can't tell the world, you know, it's, I could shout it from the rooftop. So powerful. Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, terrific. Well, tell us a little bit more about your work and where listeners can reach out and connect with you and possibly work with you. Absolutely. So um, I have cut the cord, not the ties is my, um, I'm going to call it my signature program. That's the eight week course we just kind of talked about. I also have options of one on ones because some people are not as comfortable in group. And it depends on what it is you are looking for in terms of what will be the focus for you. So it is dependent on where you are in life and what's going on. And those one-on-ones, I have options an hour up to three months at a time. So there's options available. Um, And I also uh, do numerology readings because I am a numerologist. And so we uncover some really interesting things through that process as well. And you can find, I am me, my business is me, I am who I am, and so you meet me, and my business is Denise Drinkwalter. I don't have a fancy name, it's just (laughs) denisedrinkwalter.com is how you find me, and you can can access anything there, all of it's on my website for sure. And you can, I also have um, discovery calls, so if you're hearing and you're like, I don't know, reach out book a discovery call for 20 minutes. It's free. Let's chat. Let's see what's going on and see if there's anything I can do or I can guide you into finding something else if we're not a match. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much. I adore your work. And I think it's just a perfect transition for after all those years in education. So thanks for being with us today, Denise. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, feel free to leave a review. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe and I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.